right, we're locked in. Welcome to the Stay Locked In podcast. My name is Griffin Wright. I'm here with Sam Gorey, Jackie T. Uh, we are missing DJ. DJ was feeling under the weather. Uh, he'll be back next week, though. But how are we doing, guys? Jack, how are we doing? I'm um, doing good. First week back at school. Oh, actually, last week was the first week back at school. Uh, so getting getting back to lifting, running, feeling sore every, every day, going back to meetings and stuff. Um, but I've liked all my classes so far, which has been very good. Um, so, yeah, right back to the swing of things, basically. Sam, how are we doing, bro? Sam? Uh, you know, pretty much kind of the same thing Jack's doing. You know, today we got into a – well, Jack's playing football. I'm playing rugby. I got it. So we did our first contact scrimmage today this semester. Um, yeah, being an academic. You was hidden. Being oh, an academic. Oh. You was hidden. All right. I got it. Got it. Love it. Love it. Yeah, I got a hundred on my first quiz in uh in geology. So yeah, we feeling good today. You know? boy. Uh, I'm doing great. Thank you guys for asking. I have a qu- I have actually a quick question for you guys and people. Who- I want you all to honestly rate these shoes. I dropped 25 today tonight. No biggie, you know. You want to honestly proper look, proper look, bro. Just hype me up. Yeah, I'm just ugly as hell. Shits are ugly. If you drop twenty five, if you drop twenty five, listen, because I get a lot of people who come up to me and like, bro, those are tough. Those are tough. Those are tough. And then other people who are like, I don't know if I like them. Yeah, for the audio listeners, he's holding up some really ugly shoes. But I mean, uh, no, 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 no. Hop on YouTube and you can see what they look like. But I don't know. I don't. I don't like them personally. But if you drop twenty five, you drop twenty five. So for for my audio listeners, Damian Lillard. Rick Flair, that's all you gotta look up, and they're white. And they're, well, these are black, but you'll find white ones too. I, Sam, you didn't give an opinion. Oh, you think yeah. you're tough? All right, cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, appreciate you, gang. Right. Anyways, I know, I know, my cool shoes were a distraction. But let's get, let's get to it. Uh, obviously, let's talk about first the NFL great uh, games. Well, kind of great games. Well, um, game. well, well, they, they, they they were great. They were good games. They were good games. Even one of them, one was. One of them was. Let's be honest. <laughs> one of them was an excellent game. The other one was the biggest disappointment I had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to agree with you on that My one. Problem. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's not get into that. Let's not get into that. We'll make it. We'll make it. We'll make a drama podcast later on. In the, in the, oh this, my god. Jeez. Oh, All right. Anyway. Anyways, no, uh, I'll, I'll start off the talk yeah. with the Eagles Niners the Eagles game. for Niners, please. Please go ahead. Eagles probably have the best roster in football. Um, it's really undeniable at this point. They're a super talented team. They have probably one of the best front sevens I've seen um, in a very long time. Uh, you've seen it really early, obviously, with Hassan Reddick blow. I think it was the third string uh, yeah. tight end for the Niners and, and getting to... Um, Brock Purdy and uh, actually I don't know if y'all saw but Brock Pur- Purdy tore his UCL. Ooh. Um it's it's like a six, six months, month right? yeah, it's like a six Damn. month um recovery. So I mean obviously it took some guts for him to just even get back in the game after Josh Johnson got hurt, but they couldn't throw the ball. And yeah. so I'm gonna be honest, at that point once I saw Brock Purdy get in, he threw like a screen and handed the ball off like five times. I I turned the game off and started playing some two K, but um My bad. Well, it was yeah, I'll, I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. Yeah, you go you talk. I talk. So basically, like what I was looking at 
was obviously so Josh Johnson was a uh, Washington Commanders and uh, John, and and like eleven other teams. Yeah, true, true. I think 2018, he was a, a Washington Commander. Um, obviously, not ideal. They're already down to your third string Brock Purdy, and I believe probably one of the luckier things for 49ers. You're only third string, but it's Brock Purdy um, getting hurt. Then Josh Johnson going out with I think it was a concussion. That that is probably one of the more unlucky years. And I think I think Jack actually texted us in the group chat uh, and said. That the Eagles had a, a really easy run to the to the play or the Super Bowl, um, and, and and people will say that that's a hot take, but honestly, like I don't think it is it, at all. It's not a hot take, and it's not wrong, but it's nothing <laughs> against the Eagles. Um, yeah, because they've dominated every game. So like, if if the Eagles were barely slipping away for you know barely winning these games, and um, let's say that. Seven, they beat the Giants by six, like like stuff like that. Then you know you could start to call fraudulent alert and yeah, and yeah. be like, you know, th- this team's not as good as you know people say they are. But they've dominated every game they've played in. Yep. Um, and and quite frankly, like who else would they have played? The Vikings. Like they beat the Vikings by like thirty earlier in the season. So I think they're just a really stacked roster and. In the NFC, where there's not many teams that can really compete except the Niners and maybe the Cowboys, but the Niners just kind of have bad luck, and there's nothing really else to say too much about it. Obviously, their defense had a bunch of penalties, but I don't know. It just felt like that game was out of reach, and you had a four-string quarterback trying to come back down 21. So Yeah, that's just never going to work, but... um. Yeah, back to the Eagles, people, like, it is pretty fair to say that they haven't had the hardest path to the Super Bowl, but do y'all remember that uh, Steelers team when they were, like, 11-0? I know you do, Griffin. Yeah, of course. But, uh, people are kind of acting like the Eagles are like that Steelers team, you know, just, like, how fake they are, but I think they deserve more respect than that, because... I don't know. They're getting these these wins like they're actually kind of dominating, like you said, everyone yeah. they're playing, not squeaking by anybody. And like until you know, the Chiefs are going to give them a very be, good game. That'll yeah. be a great game. But I think even if they don't win, so they deserve that much respect at least. And and if we're being honest, like not to take anything away from the Bengals run last year. Um, that was one of the luckier runs. Like, Joe Burrow did not play his best football. I mean, he got sacked, like, nine times. Um, I mean, I guess we're skipping over to the Bengals, but he got sacked, like, nine times last year, and they didn't dominate any games. They didn't win in dominant fashion. Uh, this Eagles team is different, bro. Yeah, it like, is. Across the board, they have the best corner duo and great safety play, and their front seven, like I said, is absolutely freaking ridiculous like they yeah they can have some the, uh, studs the depoy the defensive player of the year they can have the depoy yeah uh, and both honestly both the teams in the super bowl could have a depoy shout out chris jones but um and, and then on the offensive side it's just they can win i think i mentioned this last time but they can just win in so many ways they can get they get up um early by pat they pass the ball really early like they pass the ball a lot early in games i think they have like the highest pass percentage on first down 
Um, and and then once they take the lead, they just kill teams by running them, getting like six yards a pop and um, just keep m- moving the ball down the field and taking time off the clock. I think Gainwell, I mean, he played outstanding. I don't know if y'all saw that. Yeah, he did. Like, he did. He was going crazy and like... <laughs> It's probably their third best running back, maybe. I mean, um, so they're just a really, and they're the best offensive line in football. So they're just a really dominant team. And even for a, a great Chiefs team, it, it's going to be a hard win to get. It really is. Yeah, this I, has got to be the the first brother versus brother matchup in the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, or maybe. Ah, uh, well, well, if you want to talk about coaches, Harbaugh and Harbaugh, Niners and Ravens. Um, okay. yeah, was true. not too long ago. Player, maybe player, but player. I'm sure there was one. I don't know, but not as like Jason Kelsey's one of the best ever at his position. Travis is one of the best at his position ever. So Kelsey's better, bro. Yeah, Kelsey's better. <laughs> <laughs> I think the the so you were right, Sam. Uh, it is the first time Travis. The wow. two brothers are in the Super Bowl. Uh, face off in each other. Um, so good, good take, man. Good Jesus. call. Good call. Sorry, Bills fans. Sorry, Cowboys fans. That's elite. I thought that was gonna be you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's 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 uh let's let's take it um back a little bit. So obviously, uh, this game wasn't the closest game that we all expected. At least, obviously, Chris McCaffrey first off. Absolutely unreal. That would the, the, yeah. I think it was the first touchdown they scored. Dude, he broke like eight tackles. Oh my uh, god, unreal. I mean, unreal, right? And a lot of grit. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of grit, Sam. You got a lot of grit. But uh, the Niners. So if we're let's take a look for before we talk about the Bengals and Chiefs. Let's talk about what we do for the Niners. Obviously, the Eagles. They're on the Super Bowl. They're obviously, I think, probably the favorites. Um, but the Niners, um, you have one of the best offenses in the league with Trent Williams leading your offensive line. Um, uh, George Kittle, one of the best tight ends in the league. Christian McCaffrey, probably one of the best or probably the best, uh, running back in the league. And then you got the quarterback position. I know we talked a little bit last week. Um, now Jimmy Garoppolo, obviously, uh, probably up for trade, um, and then you have Brock Purdy. What will we say? Backup, probably. probably. Yeah, I think, I think that's get pretty healthy, now. Get Brock healthy, and you run it back. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if in what way do you think they would? Who do you think Jimmy Garoppolo? And now I know I'm kind of asking you this kind of out of the blue, so I, I have a little guess. Where do you, where do you think? What do you think Jimmy will Jets. land? Jets. Jets. I agree. Jets. I 100% Jets. I'll put everything on that. Put the and, house on it, bro. I'll put the house on it. If it's Rodgers isn't going, if it's not the jet, if it isn't the Jets, you got to give me your scooter. I don't have my scooter anymore. If I'll give you my bike. I'll give you my car, bro. Right here, this scooter right here, or that scooter. You want so if if if, the, if Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't go to the Jets, you take my scooter. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I honestly, I would take that bet. What do what can say? What do I get? What do I get? Yeah. What do um, I get? A rugby ball. Free, yeah, tickets, to a, re, free tickets to a rugby game. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have an infinite amount of those for you, bro. Uh, you go right. buy me a jersey. Mm. All right, deal, deal. I mean, that's a bad deal for you, Sam. But anyway, right. 
You won't know it. Can we, can we talk about the <laughs> Niners real quick? Yeah, talk about the about, Niners. All right. So there's a couple things, right? First off, this pattern of the 49ers making it far, the NFC Championship or the Super Bowl, and then just having injuries determine their season, it sucks. It must suck to be a Niners fan. They, I swear they're the, one of the unluckiest teams in the NFL, bro. They have to be. It's like every single year, like, they, they make it far and then something unfortunate happens. And I don't know if it's the players they get. George Kittle's pretty injury prone. Jimmy G was pretty injury prone. Um, I mean, shoot, Ayuk, Debo. I don't know if they're too injury prone. But anyway, like, no, I, know I don't know what it is. And, and Shanahan is like, like, I don't, I don't know how to even explain how good of a play caller he is, but he's insane. Um, so their their offense is going to be fine next year. They have the weapons for it. I think they're probably going to run it back right back to the NFC Championship. I, did, I don't yep. see really any teams like stopping them in the NFC. I mean, the Giants could get better, but I don't think they're going to get that much better. Eagles are going to be just as dominant. But I think one of the underrated things is D'Amico Ryans, their uh, defensive coordinator, is probably going to get a head coaching job somewhere. And he's been uh, outstanding this year. I think they have the second or first best run defense and top 10, 15 yeah. passing defense. Yeah. So that's going to be interesting to see um, where he goes, if he goes, and you know, see who can replace him and, and hopefully kind of run that defense back. They just have such a talented roster that they're not going anywhere. It's just, it, can they finish for once? I like... Yeah, so so obviously they're in a great spot, you know. And George Kittle uh, even said it, you know, like he, he said, like we're gonna be back and we're gonna be better. And he said that during the Super Bowl. And he said it again in the NFC Championship. So I think uh, if you're a Forty Nine ers fan, you got a lot to live up or hope for the next season. Uh, but let's talk about honestly a, a really really good game. A lot of controversial calls, but we can talk about this. Let's talk about. Cincinnati, Kansas City. I had Cincinnati, unfortunately. I you thought jo- Joey Burrow I could the, do it. I had the Chiefs. Good call. It's a good call. Um, <laughs> I had Chiefs Niners since the beginning of the year, literally. So I, I had to stick with it, even though I really Obviously. thought the Bengals were going to win that game. I think what we can say is the crowd noise there was a huge factor. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and especially coming in Cincinnati. Uh, talking a lot of talk uh, about especially the mayor talk coming in, talking a little bit, calling it bro, bro head. Uh, I mean, this this whole thing. I, I, do you think when Kansas City, uh, honestly, in my opinion, was the underdog at home for like one of the first times in in a long in a long time? Can we let's just talk about this game a little bit? Uh, Patrick Mahomes looked really well. Pretty good on that. On that, you obviously saw a little bit affecting him a little bit when he get hit, get hit a little bit. But what are like y'all? What are y'all? I think he's like ninety percent good. Yeah, I, I, I was gonna say the same thing. Like 85, 90. 80 percent. I don't know. You you, you, take a, you take a lot of uh, pain meds before those games. So. Yeah, yeah. It's it's until you until you get hit or until you move in an awkward way, you don't really feel it. Um, but he stayed in the pocket a bunch, so I don't know. Um. So, but let's before we talk about Patrick Mahomes, let's talk about Joe. The play of Joe Burrow. Um, first off, Jamar Chase's catch, unreal. Um, T. Higgins had, had a nice one too. Yeah, T. Higgins had a great one. I mean, 
but obviously I'll play from Joe Burrow. Um, again, he kind of just proved his point why he's a top. Jack says two. I say three. He's a top three quarterback in the league. Uh, just let's Jack. Let's talk about. Let's talk about his performance. Don't give me that. Let's talk about his performance real quick. Um, he didn't have. A, he didn't really have a great game. Obviously, I and mean, we yep. saw the two turnovers um, early in the game, and they didn't put up a lot of points. But it kind of goes back to their Achilles heel that they've had the last two years, their offensive line. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I mean, like, and it, it's crazy, too, because they played so well uh, this kind of this playoff run. They, they really, like, impressed me. I thought it was going to be a lot worse. I mean, we saw the nine-sack game in the, um, what was it, the AFC's championship last year? Um, and, or it was, maybe it was the Super Bowl. I don't know, but... Um, they gave up six today, and Chris Jones. I mean, everybody on that defensive line was getting work. Chris Jones, yep. um, Frank Clark got a sack in there. I can't remember who. Uh, oh, um, the rookie, Carl uh, Loftus, got a sack. Um, yeah, so they they tore him up, and and Joe is really good when he can get to the top of his drop and kind of hit hit his back foot and throw the ball or hitch and throw the ball, and he had to hang in there more than. You know, he would yeah. definitely like to. They're yeah. covering stuff up really well down the field. Um, and once he gets that second hitch, that line is done. <laughs> Even the yeah. first hitch sometimes, that line is done for. So it, they they just played him really well. Uh, Spag, Spagnola, their coach, their defensive coordinator, was not afraid to blitz him. And a lot of people nope. are afraid to blitz him. He's just so smart and can get to his hot and can, you know, all those dangerous weapons one-on-one are really hard to stop. Um so yeah, I mean their offensive line is just really worrisome, especially going down, you know, until next season and you know seasons beyond that when they have to re-sign some of these guys like Jamar, pay Joe Burrow, maybe get T Higgins. Yeah, you know, so it, it'll be interesting to see where they go. Uh, Sam, what, what do you what do you think? Um, I I just think the Bengals they played good. But just not good enough, and they kind of shot themselves in the foot more than once with penalties, like just dumb stuff. Like, yeah, I get on that last play, like before the kick, you're trying to like make an all like one thousand percent effort play, but you can't do something yeah. dumb like hit them late because that's yeah, good. I, I, I that long so bad for that dude though. Me too. I did too. I was actually going to talk about. He played. Um, I don't know if you like. He played a hell of a game. He played a hell of a game. He was playing was a, really well. It was Olave, right? No, it was Joseph Olave. Osai or something. Yeah, Osai. Osai. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, he, he, he you can. I mean, he's twenty-two years old, and I don't know if you also. I mean, obviously, it was a late hit, and I see a lot of things. Yeah, on TikTok, obvious. and people are like, "Oh, that's a bad call." And I'm like, no, "No, it was a late hit. It's a late hit." But he's just um, trying to make a play, not let him get a first down. It's yeah. hard to stop yourself. And and okay. um. You know, you could see him on the bench like he was in tears, crying, um, going to the locker room. You could see, and I, and I feel like very confident that we have, all three of us have been uh, in a leader role at one point of our life. And you see somebody, see a teammate down, especially a young one. Um, going into the locker room, uh, obviously, we're picking him up, making sure he's okay, saying we got next year. But there was a Bengals player, I forget, I think it was Pratt or... Um, yeah, it was, it was Pratt. 
and and he he was screaming at him saying like why'd you hit the quarterback why leave the quarterback alone and i was just gonna get your thoughts it's like is that is that a proper way to respond to a young one or or let first jack has obviously played the most football out of all of us here and it was in a big really leadership senior year so just i would like to have your opinion on this too for both sides it's an emotional sport obviously um so you saw um what was osai yeah. he was crying he was super upset obviously and then pratt it was, uh, it was his last season playing um so he was obviously angry to go out you know like that but it's not the right response obviously you don't don't kick a man while he's already down i understand you lost and that was a crucial play but if Anyone who's played sports knows that one play never, never, ever decides the game. Like, there's so many other things that you could have done um, in that game to have, to have won. And, and it goes back to only scoring 20 points. And, you know, he played his ass off on defense. He was hustling around the whole game. Um, but uh, as far as Pratt, it's not it's not the right way to approach it, obviously. Um, but he did also apologize in his press conference after and, and said, you know, that doesn't define me as a man. It was, he was emotional like everybody else. Um, so I, I think sometimes it's just part of being in a team and, you know, emotions get high and you just have to settle it, um, and kind of move on from there. Uh, so it, it's hard to read too much into it. It's a, it's a really hard to lose a, you know. AFC Championship when you're so close to being a Super Bowl. Sam, what, what, what would you? What would I know? You are, are a man with great wise words for a lot of us. And very wise, very wise man. If you are a teammate on on uh, Joseph Osai's team, give us give us a little little sneak peek about what what, what would you tell him and, and just um. It's kind of tough to put yourself in that in those shoes just because, like, you can say when you're perfectly calm, like, oh, yeah, this is what I do or this is what would happen. But, like, you guys know, like, that's not really what it's like when you're in that situation. But, like, with the whole – it's Jermaine Pratt, right? That's his name? Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, uh, You're always – like, every team has hotheads, like – you know that Jack knows that everybody listening knows that. Um, so like in the heat of the moment, obviously somebody's gonna say something crazy. Like I don't know, it is what it is. It's an emotional thing. I th- like I th- I think what he said is true in his press press conference. Sorry, that doesn't define him as a man. Like yeah, that's that shit just happens, and I'm sure. Yeah. Up to him and like hugged him and apologized at some point in private, but yeah, and not to get cheesy or corny or whatever, but I think this goes for ev- everyone in any situation. When someone like down like that or anything, just give them a hug, tell you love them. Like that's really all it takes. Sometimes they're gonna process their own things. They're gonna be mad at themselves already. It's it, sometimes just quite simply give them a hug, tell them you love them, and let them do their thing you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. as time goes by as you watch the film you can critique you can you know your your head will you'll be level-headed at that point both sides will be level-headed so um it wasn't the right response but again it's emotional uh emotional sport emotional situation and you know 
things happen. Shit happens. So before we switch over to the NBA, let's get some predictions and 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 why. So obviously, Chiefs Eagles. As a Commanders fan, I will be rooting for the Chiefs. I will be rooting so hard for the Chiefs. <laughs> I uh, God, I could not I, listen. Philly's got to watch. Uh, it this is, it, it really I, I got we got beat by them in the yeah, uh, in the round imagine. before. It's so hard to watch that. <laughs> in a way, if the Eagles win, we can say we were the only team to really beat the Eagles. In a way, Shut up. <laughs> I'm just letting know, just letting you guys know. But I hate Philly fans. I hate them. I got a lot of respect for them, but I still hate them. And do you respect I, them? I do. No, no I do you because do. They're, I, they're, they're, they're a crazy ass fan base. Crazy you ass. have to respect them. Uh like almost me and Jack were talking like we are scared to go to Philly as an I, opponent. Like yeah, you can't wear a, you can't wear a giant jersey in a Philly place. Like no preds, baby. No preds. <laughs> exactly. Always. No. But <laughs> anyways, um, like, and Kansas City also has a great fan base. Uh, and, and I mean, they're top. Maybe, maybe the two best fan bases we can make our me Buffalo. I can be. There's some good ones out there. Uh, Shut up, the dog town, bro. Mm, stop it. There was where was where were all y'all in the 16 season? Exactly. Anyways, um, Sam was there though. Sam was there. He was. I will give it to him. He's a real. You were watching man. none of them games, though. <laughs> yeah, I was watching LeBron win a championship. <laughs> <laughs> of course he was. Of course he was. Um, so I'm gonna go with. I think the Eagles win, unfortunately, but I'm rooting so hard against them. Um, I just think they're just their best team in the NFL by far. Uh, I'm gonna go Chiefs by three, and my final like Pat Pat Mahomes is. Like, I I, know, I almost want to call him the goat, bro. I know, like Skip said that, and easy, like easy, easy, everybody easy, wanted easy. to like. I understand what Brady's done, but like, no way Skip said that. Bro, Skip said that <laughs> shit, bro. Yeah, I and like, bro, Mahomes is like out of this world good at he football. Is. Like, there's no weakness to his game, zero. And like, I don't know. It, it doesn't matter. That's Chiefs. Go Chiefs. Damn. So I, you guys, you know, I understand where you're coming from, but I'm an AFC guy, so I don't really like the Chiefs that much. You know, I respect them. Burrow's insane. Kelsey's top two, if not the Burrow. good. You mean Mahomes? Oh, sorry, Mah- sorry, Mahomes. You know, I get I get mixed up. Whoever waxes us, but um, <laughs> I, I'm gonna go. 28-19 to the Eagles. Something crazy. But if this happens, you guys both owe me 10 bucks. No, no. How does 19 even happen? I'm trying to think. Like A safety. A missed extra point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, seven. <laughs> Two of them. I'm saying 24-30 I'm I'm saying, no, I'm saying, saying uh, Eagles. 24-30 Eagles. I don't even know how that happens, but anyway, sure. Um, so we so we got Eagles. What, I got Chiefs, Chiefs, and then Eagles. Two Eagles, one Chiefs. Well, all right. We'll see. We'll see if we're right. But let's go into the uh, NBA part of the world. Obviously, let's, let's let's talk about let's talk about 
what a great week it was for sports. Right? Yeah, what a, great this week. week. Great <laughs> week for sports. Bro. This week was great, honestly. I it was a pretty good week. I mean, all so, I do is like watch sports and play sports. So can't I do homework occasionally. So I watched a lot of basketball this week. A lot of basketball. Everybody said, "Well, great games." As far as let's talk yeah. about, uh, but let's talk about um, the uh, JJ. Uh, Jackson Jr. conspiracy. This is a quick. I, I was gonna. Quick I was gonna let Jack. Funny, bro. I was gonna let Jack explain this because I, yeah, I, I, I've seen it, but I don't know enough about it. I thought. Jack I just really thought excited. this was hilarious. So if you're a Reddit sports guy, so if you look on Reddit, there's this dude who put, who posted um a video basically exposing Jaron Jackson Jr.'s stats, like his steals and blocks, um. And he had like video proof. So at home, he gets like double. He has like double the blocks and steals at home than he does away. And they're saying that the the person that does like the scoring and like that tracks like the um, steals and blocks is giving him like free steals and blocks essentially. So he had like a bunch of videos to cite like his evidence where Jaron Jackson Jr. like wouldn't block the ball, but he would get counted for it or like. Someone would like turn it over and like Jaron Jackson Jr. would be like nowhere near him or like had no <laughs> impact on the play and he would get it. He would get like the stats for it. <laughs> I just thought this was hilarious. And I, and the NBA is taking it seriously. Like they're they yeah, looked, they're looking into it. They're looking into it and it's like I mean, Jaron Jackson Jr. is incredible. Like no disres- no disrespect towards him. This has nothing to do with him really. But I just think it's funny that <laughs> Memphis has done that. It is boosting up like his deploy stats and everything. But literally, if you look, like his stats are like double um, away versus, I mean, home versus away. So I, I don't know. I just thought it was funny and no, funny to hear everybody's takes on that. I honestly am surprised that we don't hear more of this. You know what I mean? Like, as a, yeah, like I feel like there are a lot of biased uh, people in the sports world and especially statisticians. Like, if you're a favorite yeah. player, like, if he can get to the All-Star game because of these stats, like... You're going to get him there. Yeah, exactly. You'll do anything. And so, like, I'm surprised we don't see, see more of this. And honestly, like... Well, I think... I think we probably do, but just... So, like, this guy sucks at it. This guy sucks interpretive, at it. Yeah, you have to think of, like, all the interpretive stats. Like, assists are kind of interpretive, right? Like, they don't have, like, a mm-hmm. a fine... Bro, you can get an assist uh-huh. for passing it's, and then yeah, you can dribble five times and get I a... I do agree. Like, there are some. And no, get one, bro. I think... No, it is though. No, there like there genuinely is like interpreted. Like you can look at people's assists and see. That's why I think Tyrese's Halliburton is so great because like every one of that man's assists are like assists. Then there's like people who just throw the ball into like Embiid or something. He backs him down for four seconds and then turns around, hits a little hook shot or whatever. I think, I think and it it's counts like as one. dribbles or something or like a certain time limit. But I don't know, but they that can definitely be inflated. But I feel like steals and blocks is such a wild one to like. I think that's the easiest one to do though, because like points is, is that's not points possible. you can't do now. Uh, rebounds is hard. Hard. How do you do steals, steals and, blocks. and blocks though? Like, how do you like? <laughs> I don't know. I don't Either know. way, it's wild. Funny. It's wild. It's a wild. It is wild. And I, I kind of want to know how many fake. Like steals and blocks. Yeah. Bro, look at the look at the Reddit post, bro. Like he he cited a lot. Of, there was like a four or five minute video of like all the ones he did. That's what the guy's name was, but it's, it's kind of crazy how like the NBA didn't catch on to this. 
And it's yeah, also kind of funny because you know Jaron Jackson had to know when he looked at the box. Before. <laughs> well, obviously, but like, you're not gonna like, yeah, who's he, what he's gonna say, <laughs> yeah, right? So you know, he was cool with it, but. Yeah. It's Jeez. funny though. I you mean, gotta do, you got to must have known. The team must have known. You oh yeah, they like did. You're doing film and you look at your box scores and stuff. And but again, it's just like like they they have the same they have the same reason. Like get get one of your players, get one of your friends, best friends, teammates, like to to the All Star game. And you know, it's yeah. just better for for it's better for you know you. It's better for your team. So I like you can't blame you know Jaron Jackson Jr. You can't blame. The Grizzlies, you gotta blame the person doing the stats, obviously. So yeah, and he's losing his job. He's oh yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Hundred percent. Curry just dropped thirty-eight um, and twelve assists and eight rebounds. Just want to let everybody Jesus, know, geez. live. Curry, <laughs> not not really. Against <laughs> <Not, laughs> <laughs> this will come out in like four days, but whatever. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyways, um, you want to get into the uh, yeah? I was gonna say let's no, let's do a f- okay. Or, yeah. We can do. We can do it's rest. a long yeah. time of the same one. It's, it's, it's I, kind I of want funny Sam one. to talk about this one. <laughs> specifically. Lakers Celtics. That's all I want. I mean, I think he's got like Foul. LeBron's gotten like hosed Foul. like freaking like four, four games in a row. But yeah. like, I want to specifically talk Lakers. Okay, so first off, let's just go over that last two minutes, right? I think it's tied with like a minute thirty left or something like that. Somebody, I can't remember. It was all a blur. I'm not going to lie to you. I was uh, in a, a sports lounge uh, on a, what was this, Saturday? Yeah. I was in a sports lounge enjoying some special brev- beverages. Um, watching an alcoholic. With a, with a Celtics fan. And uh, I remember Patrick Beverly and some super. Pat Bev went crazy yeah. that game. But yeah, Pat Bev goes, has a um, put back dunk, and then. First dunk since 2019. Yeah, that's pretty nuts. That's very clutch of him, you know, a huge play. And then Jalen Brown comes, he has a layup, and then, like, Pat Bev kind of jumps behind him, right? It's an easy layup. Like, uh, uh, I wouldn't say me, but you two would definitely make it. Like, <laughs> it's not a hard, it's not a hard shot at all. And then. Pat Bev comes from behind and kind of swipes like backwards. He might have nicked him a little bit. I don't know. It's a tough call to give with a minute left. They gave it to him. Fair enough. So now, um, yeah, they were down three at that point. So Jalen Brown hits the free throw. And then LeBron with like two seconds left, tie game, going to the paint. Jason Tatum literally like smacks his arm so hard that the ball just falls out of his hands, and the ref is right under the basket, and LeBron's driving like staring at it, bro. Staring, staring at, at it. No call. Yeah, it was bad. That was LeBron, that was such a that was one of the worst like no calls. That I've was seen. really and that it's like bad. so. I, have you guys ever seen like the the synchronized uh, dancers or actors or whatever, like synchronized swimmers or something? Yeah. If you looked at LeBron complaining to the ref and me Dude. at the bar with my <laughs> friends, bro, it was the exact same. I literally had more interest in LeBron, like crying, like the crowd baby, like absolutely throwing a temper tantrum. But like, honestly, obviously, I would have been so pissed too. But the way he reacted was one of the funniest things I've ever seen on a court, bro. It, he was on his hands and knees for like a minute, and there were like teammates 
Like, like, bro, bro, no, like, we got OT, no, bro. No. Like, like, you ready? And he's just laying there, dude. It was funny. I mean, it I was, like, it was... seriously a horrible no call. Let me go no. ahead. That's one of the worst no calls I've seen, like. Oh, by far. By far. It was, it was There's really no excuse. <laughs> and like, Tatum wrapped off, like, smiling, bro. It was, it was so yeah, bad terrible, that the NBA apologized. Yeah. And in the press box, when... Jason Tatum was asked about that. He laughed and was yeah, like, I don't that remember that. I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> like, like, for, and, and so like, I, I'm obviously the only one who plays basketball, but Jack, you know, we, we've played a lot of one-on-ones and w- this is probably one of the loudest things you can do to somebody. Right. So it's not that like, I get it. So you're in a full, an arena, whatever, loud seconds. Like you, you you can hear that like from mm-hmm. what like what do you say eight feet away like this this call right here that like, you hear this it, there's no excuse there's no excuse no, it was bad I and, think it's it was the ref being scared to make a call in the big moment but I think I, it's I, a, it was bad bro. Thing, bro it's I, also a temper yeah. tantrum it was a uh, build up yeah it's like y'all remember I don't know if it's the last four consecutive games but like in the last week it was like three twenty three or they're twenty three and twenty eight now because they lost yeah. but they were twenty three and twenty seven and they lost off the slap and LeBron was gonna hit one of those free throws so that would have been yeah. a win uh, I mean they would have won yeah uh the same thing happened against the Mavs late game where no call on LeBron driving I don't know if y'all saw that. I saw it. And then there was and one he where. He grabbed Russell's arm while yeah. he was going to hit a game winner. There was one where it was a three pointer. And then the three pointer against the Kings. Like, yeah. They make all those correct calls. The Lakers are the four seed. Like, that's cool. No, I'm pretty seed. sure it was the four seed if they were 27 and 23. Not anymore because they lost. But it, like, it was, it's that big. Yeah, game. maybe. But yeah, I mean, their team was trying to fight for the play in. Um, so it really hurts them. Uh, to have all these losses, and honestly, they're a scary team to see in the play in, or like just in the they're playoffs healthy. in general. They're if they're healthy, healthy. if they're healthy, they're pretty scary. I don't, I mean, they're not gonna make a championship run, but their AD and LeBron healthy is, yeah, that is not scary. a fun sight to see. Not a fun sight to see. But I quick question for y'all. Well, I got oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a quick question for y'all. How do you think they can solve? Because it's happening in both sports right now, in the NFL and in the NBA, like just bad calls, and it's happened a lot. And there's no, the NFL and the NBA, they come out like a few hours a day after, and they're like, "Yep, this was the wrong call," blah blah blah. But there's no like accountability um, with all these refs. So is there? Is it paying them more and making it a full time job for them? Is it fining them? Like what? What is it? It's I, yeah. You can go, Sam. You go first. I think you have to find them, but they don't make enough money to get fined for real. Yeah. Well, then I think I'm, it's I think it's suspension the NFL refs. You can't suspend them though, bro. Because I think, if you I do, think you, you got to call up less experienced refs, and they'll. It's I don't know. It's hard. I it's, think it's it's more of like it's it's not like the less experienced ref, and then the ref making bad calls. It's, it's almost like. What what's the difference? <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's, and, it, and it's like if and that's I feel like these refs know that they well, have they know so they much fucked pa- up. Yeah, and they, they 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 fuck up, but they also have so much power, and they know that if they make a bad call, fuck it, they'll be the fucking ref the next game. You yeah. know, and and I think you need to like somehow make sure they know it's like if you fuck up a bad call, 
like and again like one terrible call like i i'm i'm like like i can't like get on you too much but if it's like happen like obviously like it's happening multiple multiple times a, a week it's like all right like this is it like this is your last round like one more bad call like let's get the fuck out and that does not mean like like call everything you see like call like like live the game but like you know what i mean yeah i'm kind of maybe in a minority but i'm kind of of the um, opinion that they should make the pay for refs enough that they can make it a full-time job so most most refs in in both leagues have I don't know about the NBA, but I know in the NFL, um, they all have like other jobs. This is kind of like a part-time gig for them, and you can't really be accountable, and you can't really like put your all into something that's not. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you don't have the money and like the time to do something, you can't put your best into that craft. Um, and then you can start when you pay full-time money. Then you can start fining. Um, and I think that'd be easier, but when you're paying part-time money, it's kind of hard to find someone, you know what I'm saying? Like that's making a salary. That's not enough to be. I so, don't know if that... so NBA referees make clean like 200 and $500,000. I was going to say, I was going to say last year, the refs, NFL, NFL refs made 203 uh, that or two hundred and three thousand dollars, like a year. I make it two hundred thousand. That's a lot, but that's not. It, it, but like, think for a year, for a whole year, and that's like expensive. Like, obviously, that's. I think you right are right. Like, um, if they're part time, bro, they're not gonna have the same incentive to be on their game than if they have another job. That's I don't know. That's where I'm, my head's at. Maybe you do all three solutions we got. So you pay them. A better salary so they can really focus on their craft. You find them when they mess up or you suspend them. Yeah, it's like a three strike policy or something. May I don't know. Maybe there's like a, a committee that rates how bad your mess up was on a on a certain scale. Well, they get they get they get rated every game. I mean that's why Super Bowl refs are Super Bowl refs or an NBA finals refs are NBA finals ref because they had the best ratings. Yeah. Um I don't know. It's just hard. And then going back to the LeBron thing, he's obviously not getting like refs have a bias towards who plays. Essentially, like he he drives to the rim more than like anyone in the league, or he's up there, uh, even at this old age. Like he he drives a lot, and he gets way less free throws than everyone else. Like way less. And I'm sure he's getting the same amount of contact as guys like Zion, Joel Embiid. Giannis Antetokounmpo, like, people like that. And he gets, like, no free throws. So I think that's another thing. Like, they have to kind of eliminate some of that bias uh, with how they call. And this is me supporting LeBron, Sam, so you're welcome. Yeah, fucking, don't get used to it. <laughs> but I think I do agree with you, Jack. I do think I, I agree with you. Um, but Even Zion uh, doesn't get all the calls. Uh, but... You see it like everywhere though, like even in the Premier League soccer, like you see it everywhere. And so, um, I think if 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 one league, in 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 any sport really figures something out, I feel like, um, probably the then, NBA. For yeah, I think it, I think NBA is probably the biggest one. Um, but let's let's start talking about the uh, the All Star Game 
Um, obviously, like y'all said before, that they're doing kind of like a uh, a pickup, kind of like a like a like a, their their starting lineups will be picked. Um, at so the game. you want to tell them why that is? <laughs> I think well, <laughs> we're gonna say it's because of uh, the whole situation. Either yeah, I guess it was like two years two ago, years last ago. Year. No, it was two years, two years, two years. Um. James Harden had just left the Nets, and Kevin, Dur- the team captain of a one of the All Star teams, and he was like obviously not picking Harden. And LeBron and AD were chilling as the other captain, and they thought it was funny, so they didn't pick Harden either to make KD pick Harden. They got a much better team because. Because KD would not pick Harden, <laughs> and then uh, there was like Charles Barkley like making fun of him. It was hilarious, but um, I think like it'll be funny to say oh they're doing that because of the captains will like create beef and and like yeah that's a part of it. But I think what's really going on is All Star Weekend has been declining in popularity uh, overall. Like the last couple like five years, like it's not what it used to be ratings wise and stuff. So the league is just kind of playing with different things to um see what works um and see what will be like a permanent solution. Like Adam Adam Silver is like stated like the captain's thing is just a temporary thing until they figure out what they really want to do. But I like it. I think it's fun switching it up. Um, obviously it's like I think the Kobe Bryant All Star Game now. Yeah. Um, and that's that's cool. Um, but uh. Yeah, they're just kind of figuring out what they need to do, but I don't know. I like the format. What do you think? Uh, you want Jack? You want to talk about that? Yeah, I like the format. I'm uh, also a very big fan of the Elon ending. Yes, uh, I, I do. I, a, love I don't know if that's an unpopular take, but no, no, no. I I do. Like I it. feel like, bro, in the next few years, I would not hate to see it in like real NBA games, bro. It, the ends of NBA games, the last 30 seconds of NBA games, especially close ones, are the most painful 30 seconds to watch ever, unless there's a buzzer beater, because it always ends on the free throw line, or it's like people fouling for like 20 minutes. The Elon ending could be super sick to have like a game-winning shot every single time, but I think I'm maybe of the minority in thinking that should actually be in the NBA, but... I no, that's cool. I don't think they could make that. Yeah, big. I don't. But why would they test it out though? They're testing it out because for a reason. Uh, yeah, but I don't know. Just I like, just like too much, test it out. There's too much that comes with it. Like you can't, you can't make that. But like I don't you know, can't make a game of basketball that the, drastically. It is, but it's it's just making it better though. I don't know if y'all. I know Jack actually watched the the basketball tournament. It's like a. Basically, like a, like a charity event where like the winner makes two 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 million dollars and it's sixty four teams. Go, baby. The Dayton team, yeah, right? And and they use the Elam ending, and it is some of the best basketball I've watched. Games are so intense, dude. And, it's so intense, it, and it's it is the fact that it's a game winning shot every single time, and and, and people honestly, just try harder. Like, exactly, honestly. it is, and like the I don't know which one. It's this tough pick. Where I think it was the Elon ending, but it was I think uh, Giannis guarding LeBron, and they got that tough picture with Quavo. You know, talking about what was that two thousand two two thousand twenty two thousand nineteen something like that. And it was, and that was one of the more like 
was famous. It started when Kobe died, right? Yep. Uh, the year before Kobe died. The year before, oh. I think. I think. Um, but like that was one of the greatest like All Star games I've watched, and maybe. Well, if it, you, yeah, if you're not a fan of the All Star game, turn it on in the fourth quarter. It is. Just watch true. the Eli Manning. People like they don't try until that, and then it gets really fun to watch. And you'll just see, like, it's some intense-ass basketball. But uh, I don't know. I'm kind of going on a, a – we're kind of going on a tangent. But I just wanted to shout out the Elon Mendig right there. Maybe it can be implemented one day. So let's let's do a, let's do a starting five. Um, I don't well, know. We already have the starting five. No, like, like who do you like – who would – like? Oh, for you, the reserve? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who would you – who would you – You want to start with the East? It's whatever, so whichever, whatever you want to do, what you want east. Yeah. All right, let's see. So, so you want to go? go? No, you got it. Me? Ah, oh, thanks, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with, uh, go with uh, Harden, James Harden. That's mine. As your first guard? Yeah, that's my guard. My first guard is Tyrese Halliburton. I knew it was gonna be. That's why I, I was gonna ask. I mean, he's gonna be in there regardless, so yeah. it doesn't really matter who you're first. Well, just say your guards first, and then that's like, what I was gonna two, do. I was do my guards. Two, guard, guards. It's two guards, and then then so who's your other guard? Me. Uh, yeah. I'll do uh Sam, Sam, Sam. Do you? I forgot. I forgot Sam. Yeah, Sam. I, I totally fucking forgot about you. Man. So we're just doing what our our bench for the All Star game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So your two guards first. All right. Um. Obviously. Tyrese, right? Yeah, yeah, probably. That's that's a lot, I think. And then Jalen Brown. Jalen Brunson's on this list. Yeah, he's not gonna make it. I'm for it. if if any of the Knicks are gonna make it, it's Julius Randle. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I see that. Uh, yeah. Paolo Bancaro's on this list too. He's not making it either. You don't think so? No, he's he didn't have like he uh, played uh, great for a rookie. But wouldn't that be like the first? No, not the first rookie. It's been a long time. Yeah. No. No. I didn't think so because he has 19. This is 20th season. Yeah. yeah so I'll do. Yeah, I, mean, couple, I don't know. A few others did. Uh, I'll do uh, Jalen and James. Okay. And then and they, for your three front court players, you want uh, you who wants to go first? You want me to go first? I'll, I'll go first. All right. I'm gonna say Julius. <laughs> no, Julius is a fair pick. No, 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 I, know, I know. Julius, Bam, and yeah, like, shut the. He doesn't like. I him. forget. I was gonna say Pascal, but I'm. Yeah, obviously there too. <laughs> okay, okay. Right. <laughs> um, I'll do uh, Joel, and then gotta put uh my guy in there, Kyle Kuzma. And then, uh, and then I'll do, uh, what? Kyle Kuzma's, Wait, pause, bro. Kyle Kuzma's in there. Are you, like, right, joking? Yeah, I'm joking, obviously. I'm okay. I just, I'm honestly, I just wish. I'm wishing right now. Now, I'll do Joel. I see Jimmy in the front court. I don't Jimmy could be in there, but I'll, I'll, I'll take, I don't know. I yeah, think I was, Bam's played better than that's him what this year. I was going to say. I was going to say Bam. I, I, I think, yeah, whatever. Joel, Joel, Bam, and then I'll probably do, uh, Pascal as well. And then Julius will come off your Ben, like to be the one of the other guys. Yeah, probably. probably. I mean, we're all going to probably be in agreement with the East. The East is not too. It's, the it's only not two that, yeah. guys are like Jalen Brunson and 
um, Jimmy Butler, who are like the other like maybe ones, but I don't know. Supposedly, Pasca or Paolo has a better chance at getting in than Julius. What? And, uh, yeah. I don't. I don't think. I don't. Was think that so. fan voting though? Yeah, it is. It is. It is. Well, oh, no, 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 it's media. It's media. What? Really? Yeah. Interesting. I don't agree, but I, I, I disrespectful, bro. It's probably just because it's just like the fuck the rookie. Like that's how it works. Yeah. I mean, like Powell's him, but like come yeah, on, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, bro. That's not. We can. I mean, are we all in agreement with the East? We do yeah. have super sloppy, so uh, hopefully we can do better with the. Uh, well, the, the East is just like it's just not that deep, I guess. No. Well, hopefully we can we can organize it better with the West. I all think. right, so you want to do the two guards, Jackie? Two guards, two guards, and then you do, um, yeah, we uh, yeah. two guards, three front court, and then your two like other dudes. This all is right, a so lot. This is yeah, definitely do your whole team, bro. Do your whole team. Do my whole team. Yeah, I'm gonna do Shea and Ja as my two like. Starting guards. Then I'm gonna get Lori. I'm gonna get Sabonis. I'm gonna get probably AD as my three front court guys. I know AD hasn't played a lot, but he's like, eligible. Yeah, yeah, he's he eligible. He is. He's eligible. He's played enough minutes. He's like over a thousand minutes, I think. So, um, but he's dude. When he played, he's he was ridiculous. So yeah, I agree. Uh, and my. My two other ones. Oh, obviously Dame. Um, shout out DJ. Sorry that you're sick, buddy. And then this is where it kind of gets like interesting because it's um Devin Booker. Yeah, Devin Booker in there, but Clay Thompson. He played really good when he was there. I don't think Clay deserves it. You got Paul George. Russell uh, Whisper's on this and list then too. You got um Darren Fox. Andrew I'm gonna the edge to De'Aaron Fox because he's been I, he's been one of the most clutch players in the league this year. Yeah, I agree. If you've watched a lot of, I mean, no one watched a lot of Kings games, but <laughs> he's been ridiculous this year. Uh, and I, I want to give the nod to the Kings. I, I think they deserve two All Stars. Sabonis has been really good, but De'Aaron Fox has also been really, really good. And Devin Booker did not play a lot, quite frankly. And Paul George. I don't know. Paul George is great, but I really, I really like this guard for the the guards. I mean, the guards are stacked. I mean, Devin Booker, yeah. Daniel Fox, Damian Lillard, Shea, Shea Ja. I mean, that that's even Russell's on this list, and like, but he's not. He's not going to be. Mm-hmm. I was going to do probably the same guards as you, uh, Ja and Shea. They're definitely the two most dominant guards. Um, then I was going to do uh, for my three down low. I really do like AD. I do like Lori and I do like Sabonis, but I really like, like I do. I don't know. I just have a soft spot for Paul George for some reason. I don't know why. It's not a bad answer. Uh, he can be one of your two uh, peoples. Yeah, I was gonna probably gonna do AD at the five, maybe four actually, and then we'll put Sabonis and Lori. Probably the same as you, but well, it then, doesn't really matter. Just three front court. Guys. And then um, my two. Hmm. Paul George, yeah, oh, Dame or De'Aaron. I, I like. I, I like. Those two, I feel like it has to be Dame, bro. It, I love. I do love De'Aaron. Like I said, it's like I have a soft spot for the the. Where's Kevin Herter for real, man? But three all stars on the Kings. Let's calm down. Um, it will be Damian Lillard, probably. In my opinion, Dame will be Sam. 
Um, I do jaw and shay. It's pretty standard. Obvious. And then front court, Lowry, Domptis, and AD. And then I get two more right. <laughs> yeah, did you say? Do you said? Oh wow! All right, Lowry, AD, and Domptis. That's yeah, fair. Mm-hmm. yeah. I at I first at first I didn't know you were doing the first names. I thought you did Lowry, like, and I was like Kyle. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, there's a front court in the West. <laughs> Confused yeah. for a second. No, no big booty Lowry in uh in any of the list. Hopefully, I wish. <laughs> um, I get two more right. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. That's it's kind of like the Devin Booker, Dame, De'Aaron Fox, and Paul George debate. I'll do. De'Aaron Fox, okay. and then Paul George. No Dame? Dame doesn't make no, the list. I mean, it's not like somebody's got to get left off at the end of the day. And I think I agree, this but... year that De'Aaron's having, bro, on that good of a team, like they're winning games finally, I think you give them the all-star nod. No disrespect to Yeah. Fair enough. You want to um, move on to trades? We want to talk about a little bit of trades, and I have just I have some, some quick ones. Yeah, yeah, I have I have a couple. So let's let's talk about your boy Cam Reddish. I feel like it's one of the more popular ones. I have, um, he's in. I got interests from Milwaukee, Miami, Dallas, and L.A. Let's let's just I, I'll just go through a list, and you guys can pick what most realistic you think it is. So we'll do. Um, uh, we don't have to talk about like who is trading for or whatever. Just like team wise or who you like to see him on. So Cam Reddish, Bucks, Heat, Dallas, or uh the Lakers. Do you want me to go? Yeah, go ahead, Jack. Who would I like to see him on? I'd like to see him on the Heat. I think he's playing time on the Heat. They really could use someone like him. They could use scoring. I I mean and the Dallas could be good too. They could they don't really have a lot of scoring either, so that could be good. I think I don't. I don't want to see him on the Bucks just because I feel like he won't get it. Like he'll get spotty minutes, but at least he'll be playing. Um, but I, I, I'll probably say he ends up going to the Heat. That's my prediction. Sam, what do you what, what do you think? I think the Bucks should get him. He's. I mean, he's a bucket. You know, he's he's just a, he's a solid role player. But he has but, potential, bro. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I mean, they're in win now mode, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's just so weird with him. Like everywhere he goes, like everybody's hype about his potential, and then he kind of just like gets on the bench. Like, is it a him problem? Is it? I don't understand. Like, I wish I, I knew the behind the scenes of it. I don't think it's the him problem. I just think NBA, everyone in the NBA is incredible. But, um, yeah, but, bro, he was turning him. up on the Knicks before he got hurt. Like, I promise you he was turning up. And then he got hurt and, like, never played. He has, like, 23 straight uh, DNPs or more than that, maybe. Yeah, then, um, I don't know. I think he just kind of put him somewhere where he has the most um, opportunity, I guess, to help your team. And I think Milwaukee would help them all. Like Middleton's always going down with something. Yeah, and you need every last bit of depth in the playoffs. Once you guys start dropping, like every player on the roster matters, you know. So I think the Milwaukee would would love to have him. Uh, let's talk about an- another popular uh, name, John Collins. Uh, 
he's got a bunch as well. He's got the Utah Jazz, the Brooklyn Nets, the Pacers, the Pelicans, the Rockets, and also the Heat. The Heat are, are in a lot of these uh, list so I'll name him again. So John Collins, either Utah. Yeah, I'll I'll say my thing. Um, Utah Nets, Pacers, Pelicans, Rockets, and Heat. Like like you said, I I really do like the how the Heat are going in for all these players. They they need. I, I they don't need to. Uh, they don't need Their to. Window is closing. Exactly. He's getting I, old and he's getting paid a lot. And. And I think that's why they need some young talent, or, or or just not even just like twenty, like just like some explosion, some something that can get them going. I really think John Collins can do that, or Cam Reddish. Um, and I was gonna like say like Miami's for Cam Reddish too, but it's either Utah or my or Miami for John Collins. So, well, yeah, I, I like I like I like John Collins on Miami. I I think I, like I said, like the Heat. If they want to win with the guys they have now, I guess they're big three per se. Tyler Hero, um, Jimmy Butler, and Bam. They're going to need some other guys around them. Uh, Kyle Lowry was kind of a failed experiment, I feel like. Not that he's played god-awful, but he hasn't been great by any means. And they don't have defense. And John Collins can, I think, can really help them. So, I like that. I think either Utah or he is honestly a dub for whichever team gets him. I think they'll. Utah is just thinking long term at that point, though. They're not. Yeah, contenders. but he's still like twenty five or something. He's not that yeah, old, right? It's not bad. Yeah. But Utah was considering being sellers, so I'm surprised to see them as potential that's what buyers. I, that's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say I was surprised that Utah was was buying people. And but, they got all these guys at like their highest peak value right now. I mean, they were supposed to be like the worst team in the NBA and now everybody's turning up. So, um, I don't know. It's not a bad place to be. They had a bunch of picks and they have Lori marketing to build off of. So I'm, I don't know. I'm surprised to be honest out there in this conversation. Yeah, <laughs> I am. I'm a little surprised too. I think he'd probably go to Miami over Utah and yeah. they could definitely use him, but, also, ain't shit to do in Utah but hoop, so. <laughs> this is true. This is true. not shit to do. If you go to Miami, bro, you know. <laughs> Miami, baby. That's all you got to say. <laughs> and uh, for the last for the last trade we're, we're talking about, let's talk about your boy, uh, OG. Um, Coming to he, the Knicks, baby. Yeah, I was going to say, he's part of the Knicks, and I know, Jack, you really like him on the Knicks, but I'll give you the other people who are, are also in the race for him. Um, I think uh, his price is uh, mul- multiple promising players in a first round pick is what is what uh, Toronto is. First rounders. Yeah, well, Toronto is looking for multiple promising players or multiple picks or, or both, whatever, whatever mm-hmm. works. So it's Knicks, Grizzlies, Suns, or Pacers. Which one? Obviously, Jack likes the Knicks, well, but I'm just confused. Maybe y'all can help me out with this. I've been thinking about this. If he goes to the Knicks, like, where does he fit, right? We got Brunson. I guess he would replace Grimes in the starting lineup. I think he. I think he's one of those players you could put on any lineup and he would fit. He could be, yeah, he could because he plays defense, but he could play the two, right? Yeah. I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I, th- yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely but not I guess he's out. replace. It's, but, I mean, like, so he's not going to replace um, Barrett. Obviously, we're not trade like 
they're not putting Barrett on the bench. You just gave him 120 million. I would um, trade him for OG if I could. I yeah, guess, but yeah, I feel like we're not key. doing that. I feel no. like we're not going to do that. I don't think we're in that type of place. I mean, I could be wrong, but yeah, hey, you could be surprised, bro. Crazy. I don't. I understand, but bro, we were hesitant to trade Grimes and Barrett for fucking Donovan Mitchell. We're just going to ship him off mid-year when he's having a pretty decent season for OG. I, I don't know, bro. I don't know about that. Uh, I, w- I I could be wrong. I, I do. I like him on. I don't know. For some reason, I like him on the Grizzlies. <laughs> I don't know why. I just, I, I just think. Uh, first off, the Grizzlies have people so deep. If they, hook. oh my god. And and I, I think I also kind of like the talk that they do. And I think if OG joins that, and I don't, I don't see OG. OG as, yeah, I don't see OG as like <laughs> as a huge like talker. I don't think, but like nah. joining, but him joining the Grizzlies, I think. Is huge for the Grizzlies, but I think him on the just, Suns could be cool too. I know I just don't see the Suns like, bro. Him and Macau Bridges will be straps, uh, straps. I don't know. But I see Grizzlies going farther happen, with with him than the Suns. That's my thing. Yeah, OG averages like what? Damn near twenty, right? Am I tripping? Uh, I think, yeah, I think it was it was high high teens. I know. I don't know about twenty, but. He he, he I, I, but even like though he's like a great defender, but also can score the ball. Like that's why I think on the Grizzlies, like 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 Sam said, there's so many options, bro. So many options, and like I don't even know why the pace is averaging just... like seventeen. I'm, yeah, I'm he's a little off, but yeah, he's, he's he's pretty decent. What is it? Uh, he he's got yeah yeah seventeen five and two. Um, he's got sixteen right now, five rebounds in the game against the Suns and. That's Shout funny. out, uh, King OG man. He, yeah, I don't, I don't, whatever. But so those are kind of the trades, and and I'm I'm ex- I'm actually really excited to see this kind of. I, I do, I it. I do think he's into the Knicks, bro. Like Knicks fans have been pushing for them to just make any fucking sort of trade for for. We have all these picks. I think we have like eleven or like ten or eleven first round picks. Like we got to do something with them. We already missed out on Donovan Mitchell. Maybe Zach Levine comes to the market soon or someone like that, but I feel like OG is like we have someone right here that could help us get better. We're already a pretty decent team. Um, I, I just feel like you gotta and three first rounders like three. It sucks because it sucks because Rudy set that type of market, but we have like somewhere in there three like not crazy first rounders that are protected some in some way or another. So I don't know. I feel like we could make it happen. So. Um, as much as I, you know, like talking about the trades, because trade trade deadlines are honestly one of the most I guess, confusing, but but, but it's a, a great like adrenaline rush for with teams. Fans. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's let's just talk about let's just talk about the week. I mean, we we talked about um the Celtics and Lakers, kind of the that game, and and then we can talk about the Knicks and Celtics too. I know you watch a lot of those games, obviously, but let, let's just talk about some games. Let's first talk about the um Knicks um Celtics game. I know Jack was, uh, I was super happy to see yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I was <laughs> super happy to see that. Jalen Brown folding the free throws. As a Knicks fan, I've seen it happen too much to uh you know from us with Brunson folding free throws and Randall. So it was just good to see. <laughs> it happened in our favor. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Jalen Brunson and, and Julius Randle have 
been freaking outstanding this year. Like, they're not the biggest names in the NBA. They're not the flashiest players in the NBA. I mean, although Julius be dunking on people, but, you know, whatever. Um, they're not the flashiest duo or anything, but they're just, like, they play really hard. They can get their own buckets, and um, I think for Brunson has just really taken um, – has really helped Julius Randle out, actually. Like, I know they both score, but he – Julius could not play make. He, that's not his thing. Like he can't do it. We, it got exposed in the um in the Hawks series where he was turning into double teams, couldn't pass out of the post up and all that stuff. And Brunson just takes that off that like need off of him. Um, so I, I don't know. It, that that game was really fun to watch. Um, it was. It, it, was it really sucks. Fun. We never we never closed the right way. We're up ten like two minutes left and still freaking go to overtime. But um. Or we went to overtime, right? I'm so tripping right now. Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah, we went to did, overtime. Did, yeah. But um, good games. Hold on, Luca just had a 53 point. Yep. Game winner. Does it even matter? Oh, it was a game winner. Okay, I'm about to say everybody dropping 50. Giannis dropped 50 yesterday. <laughs> like, dude, everybody is dropping 50. This shit's crazy. He, uh, I was gonna say, um, I know we want to talk about the Celtics Lakers game too for Celtics for the week, um. I just want to say, it was, I, it was NBA. Oh, sorry. No, 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 no. I, I'm a, I will say a little quick little thing. I think you put Sam Gory on the line. We're on that. I think he makes. I think he makes one. I think he does. 100%. I think. I think he does. I, think he I does. don't. But <laughs> Jack, Jack, are you making one? Yeah, I'm making both of them. Are you serious? I can do it with my eyes. No hesitation. I'm doing with my eyes. Also, I want to give. I want to give. I don't know if you have watched a lot of Kyrie like lately. Bro, this dude is freaking like maybe in his prime right now. Like he's going crazy, bro. I was actually gonna say so. Like we want to talk like, about like crazy. We want to talk about like that. Just like our favorite players to watch right now. The That's hottest. Right, like right Kyrie now. right now is my guy. Like I don't even like. I'm not even a Nets guy, obviously. But I can, I turn the TV on and this dude just does some ridiculous ass shit. All every single game. Every single game, like he, he's like he doesn't foul bait like everybody else in the NBA. Like he gets around contact. He has insane finishing. Obviously, his handles are one of a kind, and he's shooting the ball so well. And for them to be, yeah, bro. And for them to be like as good as they are without KD and with Ben Simmons that refuses to shoot the ball. And like I don't know, it's all all hats off to Kyrie. And also shout out. Uh, Nick Claxton because he's dropped like twenty points in like five straight games or something. I think it slowed down, but like he was he was filling in for what Ben Simmons should be doing. Um, so shout out Nick Claxton. I was gonna say for my my like, I was gonna give a shout out. Ah, damn, I'm kind of mad you said that because I really like I I actually bro, talk want... about Kyrie more, bro. It, you can talk about him all day. Like it's been ridiculous what he's done. I mean, he had 40, and then 30, and then 32, and then I think I had another 30 ball, like, the game. I mean, I know he gets a lot of hate, obviously. I mean, he's too much hate. And it's it's sad, honestly, because we're all athletes here. We we obviously go through some of the same stuff, but not on the level that he goes through. And, and, and the amount of hate he gets and the amount of judgment the, the dude gets of him just being him, it's just like... Like Draymond speaked out about it, and when he said what Draymond said was one hundred percent true, it's like when Kyrie comes out and says he has depression, everyone just blows up. 
like and expects that that's a mm-hmm. that's a that's a surprise right it's like these these athletes and that's why i love to see Kyrie going crazy right now and actually like yep. jack said almost looking like prime Kyrie. and might be his prime Kyrie. i don't care bro he's I, I love it, but I'm gonna give. Obviously, I'm big. I've always been a Kyrie player. You know, obviously, smaller guards get into the lane, get into your spot. Um, but I, I'm obviously gonna shout out Luca. I was kind of mad Sam brought that up as well. Obviously, 53, but he's averaging 33, 33, eight and eight, I think, or nine and eight, something like that. It's crazy. It, I mean, is, he, can I, a, he can get a shout out every week. <laughs> is he? Is he? Is he's I don't know about y'all, but he's my MVP leader. A lot of people say Joel and B, but like I know Jack hates Joel. I, I say Luca's my MVP right now. Or it's gonna Luca. It's gonna Luca Giannis probably. Um, I don't know. I don't know about Sam, but it's probably. I think the latter right now is Jokic one, um, Tatum two or three, and then. I think Luca may be in there. It's either Luca. How is Luca? How is Luca not? Luca just—they don't have the record. Their, their team's not good enough. Yeah, they don't really? have the record. Yeah, yeah, man, they're twenty-seven and twenty-five. You got to be like have no one on that team. It's Luca and the rest are nobodies, as Flight would say. Uh, except, except I don't know if y'all watched the game, but Luca went down like two minutes in the game, into the game. I think it was like it was earlier in the week, and. Freaking Spencer Dinwiddie dropped like thirty six. <laughs> nah, he's low key him. Dude, he's nice, bro. He's actually nice. I don't know. My player of late that I I've been loving to watch is my favorite player, LeBron. I mean, he's going crazy, and he's like like forty five years old. <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah, crazy. I will. Yeah, usually I know he also gets a lot of hate. Obviously not like Kyrie, but like on a different level, that he's old and retired. And and he people... just gets the most media, like any athlete in America probably has ever gotten. Because like it's close, it, him and MJ. Around. Yeah, yeah. He, it's basically like near MJ, like height levels with social media. So you get a lot of hate naturally, but you also get a lot of random kids that love him like me. So and then and uh, like like you said, obviously LeBron. And LeBron, Luca, Kyrie, and I'm not even. Gonna, I don't really like Joel. He's. I mean, he's playing great. I don't but like, bro. But he like, plays, he plays great. I can't. I mean, he's obviously a great player, but dude, just the way like he's just so soft to be like seven foot two and supposed to be the most dominant. Like, just don't label yourself as most dominant center. That hey, I have no issue with you. <laughs> don't don't label yourself like that. Jokic isn't dominant. He he plays the game in a different way. It's fine. I love Jokic, but like he's just so soft, bro. It's hard to watch seventy sixers games where he just gets on the line like fifty six times. Um, I I want to before this this segment is done. I want to talk about like my favorite player to watch. Um, it's two actually. I, I, obviously, Sacramento. I loved Darren Fox. I've always loved him, even when he was at Kentucky. And like, ask anybody. I, I was always a fan of Darren because just the speed he plays with, the control, and he's one of the better point guards in the league. Um, so shout out to him. But also, but I'm gonna say like John Morant had just highlight reel. Like, like he he's just like must watch TV. Like he does something crazy every game he does. And, he, and he's averaging. I I thought uh, like what. 27 maybe 27 something 27 and his field goal percentage you would think would be terrible but it's it's 47 percent and like he's shooting efficient like he's not like his three point his three pointer is like he's he's making 
two or three a game, and and like that's like for, from where he was. Like I'm I'm like excited for what he yeah. he has to come. I have another uh, player as well. This is probably my last player, uh, Dejounte Murray. I know the the Hawks have not had a great season, but they're kind of turning it around, and I think the major reason for that is Dejounte Murray. Over the last ten games. He was shooting 50% from the field, 40% from the three-point line, and averaging 22, um, 6 and 6, essentially. And he's just, I mean, he's gotten to a spot. He's played great defense, and Trey Young has been pretty awful this year, <laughs> despite putting up 27 and 10 or whatever it is. Um, so I, I, I like what they're doing, and I think, I don't know. Well, we've talked about the Hawks before. If they can get some more creativity in their offense i think they can build around trey young and hide him on defense enough to potentially make another run in the future maybe not this year but i don't know sam do you have anybody shout out or you you, uh you good um yeah i'm good i think we got everyone is really balling out notably this week i mean obviously the superstars are gonna play like superstars but shout out will be topping Get out of here. Get out of he's here. He's played good. He's played good the last few games. I'm surprised he's not on the trade he's list. Hitting the, he's hitting the three ball. Um, no the Knicks know. The Knicks love like the Knicks love him, and the Knicks fans love him. That's why he'll never go on the trade list. He, he's there, baby. Yeah, we'll put uh, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Obi's gone in about. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what's gonna that happen. That would be so sad. That would oh. be so sad. But hopefully, it'd be somewhere where he can exceed or succeed. Um. Well, if. But yeah. y'all got any, if y'all got anything else to say, say it now. But I think that's all we got planned for this one. I mean, honestly, man down, it's hard. But we we try to be as consistent as we can. Try not to make this a a thing. Uh, that yeah, he got a little a little sore from having too much intercourse, so he couldn't come. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, all right. All right. yeah. Let's be, let's let's end it on that, man. Shout out DJ, we miss you, man. But um. Guys, it was it was great. I'm glad we we were locked in for I think it was an hour, an hour and a half almost. Great, um, great second podcast. Are we are we uh Super Bowl? Is it mon- next Monday or the following Monday? Mm, following Monday. So we have one more, one more to talk about, and so yeah. and and quickly make sure y'all subscribe, <laughs> leave please, a like please, on the video. It. I promise. But, um, we have a lot of things planned on in the future with our TikTok, Instagram, yep. uh, YouTube reels, like a lot of stuff. Obviously, we're all really busy with all the stuff we do in college, but we want to get a lot of content out um, and kind of build this. I, I think yeah. we all really are hungry to like make yeah. this a real thing. I don't I, know. At least I am. So I think I, I think the big thing is we're just all best friends, man. We've been we've been friends for four or five years, obviously, and I think we just we're 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 excited. We're excited to do something like this together, and we see that we we, we this has been like an lunch day. This is like this is this we is love sports, man. Like we watch this, sports all the time. Like, this is every day. Sheets at three a.m. You know, yeah. What yeah. you're seeing is what happened every five for like the past four or five years. So it, it's honestly, we're just trying to have we're trying to have fun with our friends, obviously, but we want to do something we love. We all we all want to do something. Um, I really do believe we're gonna build this. Nah, yeah, obviously, we I just gotta take it seriously and yeah. and uh, DJ so, yeah. ha- stop having sex. Yeah, yeah, man, enjoy the ride, y'all. Let's do yeah. this. Let's, Let's do it, it bro. All right, bro. I love you guys. I'll catch y'all later, man. See y'all.